MEP trades are undergoing rapid change and are leading a new movement. What's your battle cry? Welcome to Bridging the Gap with Applied Software. I'm your host, Todd Wyant. This is the show where we empower you to transform industries by championing innovation. Please feel free to interact with us by liking or commenting on this video. We would love to hear from you. Today, we are recording live from MEP Force 2019 in San Antonio, where over 400 MEP trade professionals have come together to learn from each other. I'm excited to be joined by one of our keynotes, Tim Spino, President and CEO of E2E Summit. Welcome, Tim. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, excited to have you. We just got, you just got off the stage doing your, your keynote. I'm really exciting, pumped up the crowd. It was, uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah it, it's always tough after a great uh, meal the night before and, right. and a few drinks. <laughs> and all the block parties. <laughs> right? There's a few glassy eyes, but I think we got them going. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, can you start by kind of telling a little bit more about your background and, and what is E2E Summit? Yeah, so I've uh, been in the construction industry um, for about 24 years now. Okay. And uh, from a, a different capacity, though, uh, I was always on the uh, the solution provider side, uh, mm. the manufacturer side. So uh -huh. I started my career with DeWalt Power Tools, um, okay. then spent a few years with uh, Cooper Busman, now Eaton Busman with Fuses, and mm. then um, ended my corporate career with Milwaukee Power Tools, uh, okay. ran a couple of divisions for them. Yeah. And then I started my own um, company in 2012, a family-run company. It's my wife and my kids, and essentially what we do at ED Summit is we connect uh, contractors and technology. So we, okay. we try to be the, the uh, a driving force for the adoption of new technology through um, working with the, the solution providers, the yeah. technology providers, um, and connecting them with the disruptors within the contractors and the trades. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of industry trends have you seen over the, the last couple of years then? Yeah, well, well, first off, it's like where you start, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's like coming at us yeah. know, every direction. It's a fire hose every, coming it's, at it you. Is, uh, and, and it's just getting faster, mm -hmm. right? It's getting faster, it's getting more disruptive, it's getting more dynamic. I think one of the things that we need to be prepared for, it's never gonna stop, Yeah. right? And it's just gonna get faster, it's gonna get more dynamic, there's gonna be more change just based on, you know, the perfect storm of all these, um, you know, different technologies. I mean, right. you, know, you know, look what 5G is about to do to us, right? And, yeah. you know, all the stuff that we've, you know, um, have seen and have experienced and all the changes and all the opportunities and, and, and new technology and innovation, mm -hmm. and that's all without 5G, right? right. So, I mean, just, it's just going to compound because all the stuff that's that's causing this disruption right now yeah. or last year or the year before, right? That's not going to go away either, right? So it's sure. all uh, completely compounding on itself. So I think we need to be prepared for it. And what I'm excited about is it's going to get faster and there's going to be more change forever, yeah. right? And uh, so some sometimes, you know, I think people will get intimidated by that, you know, mm -hmm. get a little scared, you know, that, um, you know, that the fear of, you know, that change and, and and loss of you know being comfortable and you know the loss of familiarity mm -hmm. but then the flip side and this is kind of the way I'm wired is you know the opportunities and the new things that you can do right um, that has never been done before through technology and innovation sure so, so how do you think you stay or what, what would be some of the best ways to stay agile in uh, you know taking all this income and new technology and being able to adapt quickly to it. Well, you know, it's a shame, say, uh, shameless plug for you, but I think you know, coming to you know conferences like MEP Force. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've experienced this is my first year, right? Um, I've experienced um, you know the interactions. I went to the breakouts. I've seen the other keynotes. I mean, there was a, a lot of content, mm -hmm. right? But at the end of the day, I think 
the number one reason that you get out of the office, you get out of your zip code, you get on the plane or a car and you attend these conferences mm -hmm. is to network, right? Yeah. To meet with sure. the people over meals, over, you know, beers and wine and, you know, just a, it's that networking effect where you meet new people and you have those conversations. I mean, one of the cool things I've seen here is, I mean, the, the, the content and the breakouts are unbelievable, mm -hmm. but some of the conversations that I've, that I've, heard or been part of right. you know, during the networking events and during the lunches and during you know happy hour i mean there is some some really cool stuff the bridging the gap podcast is brought to you by applied software with solutions for the modern project applied software is on a mission to transform industries by empowering clients and championing innovation with real world expert consultants their comprehensive array of solutions for aec mep and manufacturing has a singular focus, helping you achieve higher performance. With software, training, support, consulting, and custom development, Applied Software has you covered. Visit asti.com and let them know we sent you. Yeah, well that's really, I think, the kind of the meat of yeah. coming. And one of the things that you talked about in your keynote was the importance of peer groups and, and pulling in four to five people yeah, uh, and I think that's a, a great way to, to learn from each other and um, kind of be challenged by what other people are doing. Yeah, and you know, one thing is I, I do a few peer groups. Mm -hmm. um, I've helped uh, some peer groups and things like that. And I yeah. think one of the one of the traps that people get into is they just think peer groups are more complicated than they need to be. You know, sure. I mean, there's peer groups is one you know trend that's going that um, is definitely evolving uh -huh. and expanding. Is you know, especially in the MEP trades. You know, companies, owners, you know, um, the executives, you know, they're really getting into those peer groups where yeah. um, they're sharing best practices and things like that. But at the end of the day, my my call to action, you know, my invitation for the people in the audience was start their own peer group. You, yeah. know, you know, you know, talk to five people that you met that you know. You know, get on the phone. Um, you know, one hour every every two months, right? Just you don't have to have a facilitator. You don't need a moderator, right? You just right. have to have a common, you know. Passion and, and connection. Yeah, don't try to overcomplicate. Yeah, it. just be simple. Get on the phone. You know, go to a, a conference early. Mm -hmm. Come to MEP Force. You mm -hmm. know, the day early. You yeah. know, and uh, it just needs to be that simple. Don't over, uh, you know, complicate it. Yeah, I think that's great advice. What do you see as some of the challenges facing the trades right now? Um, well, there's there's certainly you know the obvious ones. You know, the people that are talking about the the labor shortage mm -hmm. and you know hiring talent and getting talent. Yeah, I, I see that. I, my personal opinion is I think we have a, a, a technology adoption, you mm. know, challenge. Mm -hmm. I mean, here's one thing. We can go after, you know, all these new tradespeople, right, you know, attract the, the best of the best. But if we don't start becoming leaner and meaner, meaner and smarter and eliminating waste, right. right? So, you know, depending on the studies, there's a, a lot of different studies out there that, that show, you know, about 30% of the time of a tradesperson on the site is actually mm -hmm. doing value-added wrench time work, 30%. Mm -hmm. Well, if we're at the labor shortage problem, what if you took that 30% and made it 50%, right? You, uh, having that existing you know, worker, that existing workflow, that existing yeah. process, you know, lean it out, make it, and eliminate the waste. That's where I think the opportunity is, right? Because at the end of the day, I always, the example I give, you know, why would you put a solar panel on a building you know, that has all these incandescent light bulbs, right, and T12s throughout. You know, why right. would you why would you have a you know a building that has all these energy energy hogs of 
you know, um, you know old style um, uh, lighting and so forth, and you put solar panels on it. Yeah. Lean out the building, you know, um, uh, retrofit it with the most you know, advanced energy efficiency, um, you know, uh, equipment and appliances, and then put um, you know solar panels on it. So attack the root cause of the problem, which I think is waste, mm -hmm. not about getting more people into the trade. Yeah, and that would really uh, go back to the, you got to embrace the technology that's coming yeah. at you. Yeah. Uh, what kind of topics have you heard around this conference that um, you, you see may point to where the future is going in the industry? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things I talked about in my, my keynote mm -hmm. was uh, it's really that uh, that adoption of the, the digital workflow, right? Yeah. Uh, to make the, you know, the, the digital model as, as close to reality, there's no difference, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's really the adoption. It's the adoption, you know, across the entire company, from the owner all the way down to, you know, the, uh, the journey person, you know, mm -hmm. doing the work. Mm -hmm. You know, all them being culturally, you know, changing their mindset to say, hey, there's a better way to do things, there's a smarter way to do things, right? Why do we need these papers, you know, pencil and papers when we can, you know, utilize the things that we use every day, smartphones, tablets, and things like that, sure. right? So I just, um, what I see is, is the excitement of creating that change to digitize all of construction. Yeah, uh, so the thing that you ended your keynote on was challenging the, the audience for a battle cry for yep. the industry and to help develop this new kind of vernacular that everybody will mm -hmm. come around. Uh, what, what do you think is kind of the, the importance of having a common phrase that yeah. people can rally? Yeah, you know, it's kind of a simple thing, you know, when you kind of do strategic planning, you uh -huh. know, you get in, you lock yourselves in a room with your different stakeholders in your company and things like that. You got a yeah. great strategic plan but then it's just very difficult to communicate what the heck you're doing, right? Sure. I mean, it's beyond the elevator pitch, right? It's the one sentence, it's the eight words that, that just explain everything that you're doing, the destination, the purpose, all in one, right? So, right. so my example was, hey, you know, there's great battle cries. We're here in San Antonio, and we talked about, you know, remember the Alamo. Yeah. Um, but if you bring it to construction, you know, the, back in the 70s and the 80s, it was, you know, safety first. Well. I wouldn't say that that's a, a battle cry. That's more of a focus, you know, right. something that we want to, you know, focus on and look at safety first. But a battle cry is something like zero injury safety. That's a battle cry, yeah. right? That's the vision. That's the purpose. All wrapped up right in three words, zero injury safety. Mm -hmm. It's all right there, right? And that is, you know, that's starting to hit the, the industry in a big way is where people certainly are talking about safety and being conscious about safety and doing safety, uh, you know, having safety be first and a culture of safety. But when everybody buys in on the vernacular of zero injury safety, you know where you are, you know where you're going, and you know why you're doing it. I don't see that in this industry. In the VDC industry, I don't see that battle cry. I see a lot of, you know, you know a lot of statements and a lot of purpose-driven, you know, uh, excitement around what we're doing. Yeah. But if we can find that battle cry that we can all rally around, I think that will just take the you know the, the momentum another notch. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? Well, uh, LinkedIn. Okay. Um, I think there's only two Tim Spinos in the United States, right? <laughs> that so that's uh, right. Uh, they know what I look like, right? So, uh, but uh, they can uh, get in touch with me via LinkedIn. Uh, all my information's on LinkedIn. My email, my cell phone. Right, so uh, um, I don't cover that up, so get okay. in touch with me on LinkedIn and, and let's, uh, let's connect. Tim, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I really appreciate your industry insights. 
And thank you to those who are watching. If you are interested in learning any more about our products or services, visit asti.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Todd Wyant, thanking you for joining us on Bridging the Gap with Applied Software. Keep innovating. Thanks for listening to the Bridging the Gap podcast. Please spread the word by giving us a five-star review and share with your friends and coworkers. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our other applied software podcast, the AEC Disruptors. Thanks for listening. Bridging the Gap is produced and directed by Alyssa Chartier, edited by Eric Daniel. Bridging the Gap is an applied software production, copyright Applied Software 2019.